gosh, I, I forgot I even had that in my pack. Yeah, that's the craziest part, man. I, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd probably conk him in the forehead. Welcome back to Kafaro Cast, everybody. Frank here, and we are doing something a little bit different. We've had a lot of people asking, get to know the crew, K-R-E-W, Kafaro crew. So we have uh, a few of the crew here. We have Kenzie Roberts. She's been with the company probably the longest of anybody. She's in charge of marketing now. We have one of the newest members to the cast. K-A-S-T. <laughs> we got Colin Frazier. He is, in, he is our IT mastermind. And then we have Kaylee. Kaylee is the manager of customer service and he takes care of HR. Kaylee's been with us probably, what, four years? Five years. Veteran. So, <clears throat> yeah, we've had a lot of people ask us about the crew. You know, I think Aaron and I um, have a lot of uh, attention as far as... Um, with customers and social media and stuff, but there's definitely a huge team here at Kafaro and um, we wanted everyone to get to know everybody. So um, I think Kenzie and Colin came up with some questions to ask everyone here. We're going to have these guys on and we'll have a, some more of our managers and some of the guys from and gals from the warehouse come on. So it'll be something a little bit different, but a good way to, to meet everybody and, and uh, get to know the team going on guys what's up what's don't, going on don't make this awkward <laughs> <laughs> we're not used to this like you are am i used to it I don't you, know. you're a veteran i'm a veteran <clears throat> veteran of the podcast i think uh i think i saw something on facebook the other day it said we've been going for two years now two four two. years oh shit yeah. yeah four years Four years on the podcast eight wow. million downloads at least I, I, should was, sh- I should share that picture at least i was close yeah no you and aaron <laughs> look like babies do we like tucked in a corner, yeah. doing well, a podcast. We were in we were in David's office now, David D. Austin, mm-hmm. um, and there was both of us in there, and we were recording, and we'd have guests, and they'd like sit on a, <laughs> a cooler or yeah. a uh, archery target, guys. yeah, super, super high end. Now yeah. we have coolers full of Kill Cliff or empty right now, but yeah. normally fill a Kill Cliff. Sound deadening stuff. Yeah, we've uh, grown up a little bit, not quite all the way, but yeah. definitely not. Yeah, so we wanted to talk about everyone's journey here with Kefaru and basically, um, Colin's newer, but uh, a lot of people for here have kind of started from uh, lower entry-level positions and worked their way up. So I think that's something we believe in quite a bit here at Kefaru is uh, promoting from within and people earning their positions. And yeah, so what, what questions do you guys have or what, what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, well, I think we'll start with McKinsey, actually. Alrighty, do it. Um, again, you're I, in the hot seat, no pressure. Yeah. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> I, like Frank said, I'm, I'm one of the newest people here, so I think it's good that I can ask some of these questions of some people who are true Kafaro OGs. Um, so, Kinsey, uh, what is your official position here at Kafaro? Um, I'm the marketing director. And what was, you just recently got that role, right? Right. I was in production for 13 plus years. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, so what, how, what is your 13 years? Is that how long you've been with the company since the very beginning or? Well, if you don't count child labor, yes. Um, (laughs) Patrick Smith is, Patrick and Sarah Smith are my grandparents. So I kind of grew up in the company. That's super cool. I could work here whenever I wanted, whenever I needed some money. 
Um, but full time, I came on about 13 years ago. Wow. 13 when years I had ago. To grow you up. could be my mom. Dude. <laughs> Is that the new, the new running Dude, gag? I am so going to like punch you after this. <laughs> We're like the same age. How old are you? Do you want to uh, say? Th- Is that rude to ask a woman? My girlfriend said yes once. Um, I think once Apparently. they reach a certain age. Okay. But I'm 36. But so what you, if you're so like you could 87? Is that rude then, <laughs> then too? At 87, I hope you don't care. Okay. So there's just like a middle time when it's kind of rude. Yeah. Okay. Like 40, <laughs> 50s, I think that's when women are like, oh, how dare you? Don't ask Kenzie in four years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's put it, limits, put it in your phone. Yeah. Um, what is your, and we got some funny questions here just <laughs> to kind of break the ice. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Probably Captain Crunch Berries. Captain Crunch berries, just uh-huh. the berries. Actually, no, I like both of them. So Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Absolutely. Yep. I haven't had that one in a long time. I kind of like that it cuts the roof of your mouth. <laughs> you like it? Yeah, oh, it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. And, and then the, the milk kind of gets the film on it. It's good. Oh, gross. Wow. Okay, guys. Okay. Wow. We are learning a lot today. <laughs> no judgment. Pleasure. Sorry. No judgment. Pain is pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank, what's your favorite breakfast cereal? Is that cereal? appropriate, Kaylee, that question? Is that, or what she said, HR-wise? No, I'm just kidding. No, it's not. <laughs> We're going to ignore uh, it, though. Redacted. My favorite cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, for sure. Okay, and then it's really good. And then Fruity Everybody Pebbles. Everybody says that. Fruity Pebbles. Mm. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, good shit. Uh, so you like wax? Wax? Mm-hmm. Is that an acronym? No, Fruity Pebbles is just wax. Mm. Huh. Good. Interesting. You I judge don't... me, I judge you. <laughs> yeah. We're learning all kinds of new things here today. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite outdoor activity? Um, I enjoy drinking wine on patios. Um, I like hiking. If there's wine at the end. Um, what else do I like to do? Out? Yeah, that's about it. Wine and hiking. I, okay. I, I do like camping as long as it's in my camper. Mm, okay, so glamping. So glamping. <clears throat> Very much glamping. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was a I was a disappointment to my grandpa. <laughs> very, very much so. <laughs> hey, you need the yin and the yang, you know. Absolutely. Not everybody can go and live in the mountains for days on end. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's all about a balance. You, sometimes you know it's fun to go backpacking when it's not cold. Mm-hmm. You gotta balance it out. You have your hardcore, quote unquote, hardcore backcountry hunts right. earlier in season or later. And you got to balance it out with a little bit of glamping. It is really nice, uh, to, you know, to be always going out in the woods and it's sucking. And then sometimes you go and it's just so convenient and nice. Lovely. You're just like, oh yeah, this is kind of nice. Yeah, I'd be open to it. My husband really wants to do backpack camping. So I told him I would as long as it wasn't cold. That's a good call. Got to ease in, you know? Good call. Bring a good sleeping pack. I'm trying, guys. Yeah. I think I know where to find one. Yeah, it's true. Uh, all right, so this is a loaded question for you because I know already a little bit about this, but dogs, cats, married, kids? Hell no cats. No cats. Hell no. But everything else? Um, I'm picky about my dogs too. Um, I have three of them. I have a little boxer. He's an old man. And then I have two Great Danes. So I enjoy large, large dogs. Um, I'm married. <laughs> yep. And yeah, two kids, two daughters. That's awesome. Yeah. How old are your daughters? They are 10 and 6. Oh, dang. Yeah. Wow. No, kind of just like made that, me like, sound old again. Wow. Old. Just, yeah. I remember when Sadie was a baby. That's kind of right, yeah. right around when I started. Yep. And Shortly I would bring her to work. Yeah. And then I would swing her in between the Bartok machines. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> My girls grew up here. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, well, 
I know this isn't in order really, but kind of branching off that, what are your thoughts on Kafaro's move to Wyoming? Um, we are super, super excited. We can't wait for the slower lifestyle and to just kind of get back to not going so crazy all the time. We absolutely cannot wait for Wyoming. And we're going to get lots of animals. I'm going to have the farm. Farm? The farm. Yep. Everybody can come what over. What are you going to get? Goats? I want those chickens. goats that tip over. Um, <laughs> definitely some chickens. I would not mind a pig. Oh, a donkey. Oh, that would be fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Horses. Yeah. yeah. Horses would be. Yeah. yeah. So I, th- I feel like there's going to be a Kafaru like farm. We're going to have employees. That That's have- my house. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Kafarm you. Kafarm you. <laughs> uh, I like this. I like the, the light atmosphere of this podcast. Yeah. Um, all right. What is your favorite uh, Kafaru product? Um, I would definitely have to go with the Rogan. Um, I got mine a few months before we released it, and I actually gave up my mom bag, my purse, everything. I just wear that everywhere I go, and I absolutely love it. So if you don't have one, get one. I freaking love mine. Right? You wear it every day too, right? I wear, I wear it every day. People eyeball me because I have a fanny pack, <laughs> but I don't care anymore. It is so convenient. I so do not convenient. care. Yeah. Uh, where are you from originally? Here. Here. Golden, Colorado. Golden, Colorado. I'm super boring. One of the, you're one of the only Coloradans. I know. I know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last one. Do you have any cool like Kafaro hack or tips and tricks, especially being here for so long? Is there any, or is there any Kafaro product you, that is long gone that you wish could come back? Oh God. This is only open up a can of worms for the rest of everyone to bring shit back. <laughs> no, we're not bringing this back, but we're just saying if, <laughs> this, if we this, this is not an option. Um, I, I don't, I don't think I do. No, I don't think so. You kind of <laughs> caught me off guard with that one. That's all right. You don't have to have an answer. I'll think about it. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Kenzie. Um, all right. We also have joining us today, Kaylee. Kaylee, what is your position here at Kafaro? I'm the uh, customer service manager. Their HR director as well. So you're the person that everyone who gets mad talks to. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Uh, how long have you been here at the, with the company? I've worked here for five years. I started here um, after I graduated high school. Oh, really? At 18. Dang. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, here for a while. Yeah, we started cool. in accessories, right? Yeah, Accessory I started in the back. Assembly, and she worked her way up. It's been awesome for us. So is Kenzie. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. That was a given. That was a given. Um, so what, what was your, you said accessories. What were you originally doing? What did that look like? Um, so originally um, you would uh, be picking and packing orders, but also assembling them. Then, um, yeah, invoicing stuff and shipping it. Lots of zipper pulls lot of, for you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of assembly. Yep. Putting zipper pulls, putting buckles on packs. That's cool. And shipping everything. So a lot of fun stuff. So if you're holding a Kafaro product right now, Kaylee probably put the zipper pull on it. And I probably cut it. Mm-hmm. Here we That's, go. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> we got this. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go in random order here so we don't sound like we're just reading off a script here, but we are. Um, <laughs> where are you originally from? Arvada, Colorado. Oh, dang. You guys are all Coloradans See? in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I feel like a loser. Where, where are you, you come from, from, Colin? <laughs> I'm, I'm from the Forsaken land. I'm from Texas. Oh. It's only Forsaken during rifle season. It's like, oh, let me guess where this guy's from. Right? You see a big... Fucking Texan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we love our Texan fam. It's true, though. If you see a, a 
perfectly washed white or black suburban going too slow <laughs> in the fast lane, it is almost guaranteed from Texas. <laughs> guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, no, uh, Texas is big. There's some cool spots. There's some weird spots, but. Um, it's a huge place. It's huge. Yeah. You get yeah. a lot of variety there. A lot of variety. That's true. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I still have love for Texas, but I like the mountains more. Um, so did you, you said you went to high school here in Arvada? Yeah. Yep. Went to Arvada West. And did you always imagine you'd be doing, uh, working at a, like a hunting company? <laughs> no, I had no idea. <laughs> you had no idea what Kafara nope. was? Nope. So how did, did you, you get started here? Um, someone told me you guys were hiring. And so I came in to get an application. I filled it out and then Allie was like, yeah, we'll start you now after she gave me the tour. And that was about it. Like it was wow. spur of the moment. Kind of lucky, I guess. I think Kafar was pretty lucky in that endeavor as well. <laughs> oh, I would agree with that. Long term. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So what is your favorite outdoor activity? Um, I like hiking and I like going snowboarding. Mm. Shredding the gnar. Yeah. Good choice. Just don't break your shoulder. <laughs> I'll try not to. Only you do Did that, you Frank. Do that? Yeah. yeah, I separated my uh, AC joint. Yeah, Ooh. I'll have to show you guys after She's this. actually really good at snowboarding, so she Are doesn't you? do that. Mm, sure. <laughs> yeah. Don't get hurt. Yeah. I'll separating not to. AC joint. Ooh. That's why you just drink wine on patios, guys. <laughs> you could separate it's an AC much joint safer. that way, but you'd have to drink a lot of wine. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on Kafaro's move to Wyoming? Um, I'm actually really excited. I'm excited for the chill lifestyle. Um, I'm excited for the different stuff that's opening up when we go there. And yeah, it's, it's going to be nice. Nice, calm, different environment from Colorado. Sweet. Awesome. Less traffic. Yeah. Oh that, that was fun. Traffic's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Um, what is your favorite breakfast cereal? Uh, Frosted Mini Wheats. Really? What? It's my favorite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Frosted Dude, how old are you? <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever had like the full size, the wheats, I guess they would be called? <laughs> oh, They're like gosh. that big of the size of a yeah. wine. <laughs> you, know, you put like one in the bowl. The cardboard? <laughs> they take like 45 minutes to break down. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have to like set them overnight, so like an overnight process. Like a little bale of hay. <laughs> <laughs> did you, okay, so did you guys have, you, you guys know what grape nuts are, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. My parents used to warm them up I, I growing wonder, up. Like warm cereal? Almost like oatmeal, kind of. Mm. Huh. Yeah. I wonder where the name ever came from. The very unfortunate name. Well, they taste name. like grapes, don't they? It tastes like grapey. Did it? No, they don't. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, kind of we'll like grapes. We're going to need a box. Yeah, we'll have to put an Instagram okay. poll. Do they taste like grapes or not? <laughs> no. They don't? I don't think they don't taste like Google grapes. This. Maybe I just can't remember. Um, all right. Dogs, cats, children, husbands, wives. <laughs> I am single and I have a German Shepherd uh, puppy. Oh. Yeah. Boy, girl? Girl. Name? Ellie. Oh. How long Is have you had Is she still her? considered a puppy? No, but I call her a puppy. Oh, she's yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she's pretty big, Kaylee. That you just she's got She's a her. puppy. Oh, she's my cute. baby. Uh, all right. What is your favorite Kafaru product? Uh, the door gunner is my favorite. Why? Um, I just like the sleekness of it. It's great for day hikes. Mm -hmm. um, you Super can also comfy. use it for like EDC stuff. Breathes really well. It's perfect. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. I think it's a sweet pack. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody saw on social media, though. The, that was the pack that I had the Barbies in over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a great post. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way to get the six-year-old on a hike. Carry the Barbies. Yeah. For my kid, it's trucks. Trucks. Oh, absolutely. And uh, buses. 
Okay. Obsessed with buses right now. School buses. Oh, is yeah. it the song? Is he singing the song? No. Oh. Uh, what, the wheels on the bus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's I'm sorry. song on earth. I will pray for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what is, uh, do you have any like Kafaro hacks, like something you've done with a uh, product that you think is pretty cool or do you have any old dead Kafaro products you wish came back? Um, I don't have any hacks, but I wish the Terriol would come back. <laughs> I don't know Shut why, your face. but I really liked that one. <laughs> what was that one? Um, it's kind of like a semi-bigger version of the 14er. Oh, Same okay. suspension, just yeah. slightly larger. and has more integrated pockets inside of it. Oh, so, okay, cool. I don't know. Almost like a mini keg, yeah. kind of. So, I don't know. You cool. also seem to have every shirt we ever made. I do, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's awesome. We have comfy gear, though. It is comfy. <clears throat> My whole wardrobe. Yeah, me too. I know. I need to start branching out, getting more Kafaro gear. Yeah. I know. You'll get there. Repping the brand. Uh, all right. I think that was all the questions we had so far. We are going to get in. I think the next person is going to be David Roberts. It's the next person we're going to go grab. Oh, I have some I questions think for I you know guys, him. though. Oh. Here we go. <clears throat> Since yeah. you guys have both been here for quite some time, what are some of the uh, biggest improvements you've seen since working here? Um, Growth wise, whatever, you know, I'll let you take it from here, but. You know, you guys have, especially Kenzie, well, and, and you as well, but I think from the time I started to now, we've had huge changes. So what are some of the changes that you've seen, improvements, um, I mean, stuff you like to see in the future? I feel like we're a lot more organized now. We've changed our systems to, for faster shipping and we're more streamlined. Um, we actually have checklists to do things. Um, what do you think, Kate? Or like processes, better processes. Mm -hmm. Lead times have gone down significantly. We're actually able to ship stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I know. Production has been improved drastically. So, yeah. As far as like timeframes and things go. So, yeah, I'd say we've gotten a lot better at adulting. <laughs> yes, um, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah, there's been a lot we of improvements up. though, for sure. Like, I think when I first started, I, I came into the showroom and I was like, is this the headquarters? Because <laughs> yeah. we uh, we had Cordura stapled to the walls in the showroom. Do you remember? Oh my goodness. It was yeah. like Typhon Cordura and we had wall hangers with backpacks on them and some of the wall hangers had pulled out so we had a couple little holes in the wall <laughs> and I started in customer service so you know we'd um, Heath kind of threw me out there to be like the showroom person and I would have You're people like, come in. You're like I don't want to be there. <laughs> I'd have people come in they were they had that same reaction that I had and they're like uh, is this the showroom? Like well I guess kind of. Um, so we did, we did pretty quickly, did some revamping to the showroom. It became more presentable and then slowly but surely in the recent year or so production has just been awesome as far as getting stuff and having it in stock, reducing lead times with Anders and the shipping crew and, and you and, and your mom with production, David yeah. now in production, customer service has increased their uh, we have more people now. And, yeah, uh, lots more people. Yeah. A lot of people. So. I think a lot of people think that we're also much larger than we are. Yeah. It's, it, when, you, when you talk to people and tell them like, what we do and what we accomplish, it's like, oh my gosh, like, you should be in a much bigger warehouse. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's part of the reason why, yeah. part of the move. We're going right. to have a, a much be bigger and, and better facility and it, even an even better showroom. So. Heck yeah. But. Anywho, all right. Well, I guess uh, thank you, Kaylee. And we're going to have David hop in here. Any parting thoughts? Oh, sorry, I don't. <laughs> but this was fun. <laughs> Thanks, Kaylee. See, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> thank you.
All right. So we have, we're keeping this all in the family. We have David Roberts. This is also Kenzie's, known as Babe. Also known as Babe. Come on in, Babe. Even to Frank. We had, uh, yeah, that's true. I call him Babe sometimes. Everybody calls you Babe, Babe. We, uh, we had several Davids working here, so we had to, to um, differentiate them a little bit. And so this is Babe. Babe. Welcome. David, too. Thank you. <clears throat> Get right up on that mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, not to yeah. be, it's not weird. To make this awkward. Yeah. Awkward silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, David Roberts. He started here uh, recently. He is, he t- took over the position that Kenzie previously had, which was production manager. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we'll take it away, Colin, with their questions, questionnaire. Since I feel like it would be awkward for your wife to ask you all these questions. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. um, cool. So, David Roberts, we already know that. How long have you been at Kafaru? Uh, three months. No way. Yeah. I think August. Okay. Yeah. So. So fairly, fairly recently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's fresh. I'm fresh. Fresh face, green faced. I don't know if green face is actually a term. I worked, I worked here before though, just for a little bit. Yeah. You were in assembly for little bits here and there when we needed help. He was family, you know? Yeah. Awesome. It was part time. Still, yeah. officially a Kafaru employee. Yeah. Um, and your your position is now production manager. Yeah. So yeah. you're what? Can tell us what that means? Uh, pretty much when Eric gets done with the design and everything, I'll pretty much get it all out to sewers and uh get it manufactured and get it into the warehouse so we can sell it. So you're the reason people have products in their hands at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. You're also in charge of inventory. And inventory, yeah. So. And ordering. And ordering and receiving. So. The heart of Kafaro. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a lot. Yes. Uh, um, so where are you originally from? Colorado. Born and raised in Westminster. Oh, nice. Man, yeah. I'm just getting Coloradans after Coloradans. That's great. That's great to hear. Um, what would you consider your favorite Kafaro product? Uh, 44 Mag. Why? So, uh, just because there's no pockets, you can use it as a multi-day hunt pack too, or you can take it as a day hunt pack. So, but you, you just like the versatility of it. Yep, I do like the forty. Yeah. Um, we already kind of know the answer to this, so we know you got two kids because we just asked this same question to your wife. Yeah, <laughs> you got three dogs. Yep. Um, what are your dogs' names? Bo, Bruiser, and Casper. He gets the good question. Well, Why did I get? I had to yeah. mix it up. Which one's your favorite? Oh, oh, Casper. Ow. Casper. Oh, you have a you have a favorite. Are you not supposed to have a favorite? No. Wait. Oh, oh you can have, have a favorite dog, just not a favorite kid. <laughs> yes. Who yeah. is your favorite kid, guys? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Tell us now. That, no. that varies day oh, by day. Yeah, hour we're by asking hour. the we're asking the serious questions here. <laughs> Today it was my youngest. <laughs> Oh, it's a daily uh, thing. Yeah, yes. Good answer. There you go. Yeah. So Casper's the favorite dog. Casper's okay. favorite dog. Sending that to him immediately. I don't know. Bruiser's on that night. Bo. <laughs> Bo's a lost cause. Oh my gosh. He's just a puppy though. So what? Ten months? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. That's why yeah. he's on the. Yeah. He's on the. He fence. hasn't earned his his rights. Yeah. Yep. He's still more trouble than he's yeah. worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your favorite outdoor activity? And don't just say hunting. <laughs> you can be more specific. Uh, I, I like he has a boating. lot. Yeah, 
Oh, that's um, a good one. Right. Add that to my list. Yeah, I just love boating. Riding around on boats? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, boating. Uh, that's a weird way to say it. Riding around on boats? <laughs> well, I just didn't know. <laughs> no, like yeah. tubing, water yeah. skiing. I oh, okay, ride around okay. on boats. He she does rides. the fun yeah. stuff on the boat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I'm totally behind all that. Like um, Lake Powell stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then hiking, getting outdoors, anything really outdoors. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, what are your thoughts on the move to Wyoming? Uh, can it happen tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to get out of Colorado. Yeah. So. I think there's a lot of the same feeling yeah. kind of being passed. Yep. Um, and then this is a, what is your favorite breakfast cereal? Breakfast cereal? Mm-hmm. Oh, the minutes. I can't say it. She did this on purpose. <laughs> That's she? No, she did not do this on Cinnamon purpose. You cannot say crunch. this word. Say unique New York. <laughs> Ten times fast. <laughs> right. Go, babe. Say unique it. Unique New York. Oh, he did that one well. Yeah, good. He can't say cinnamon. Cinnamon. Oh, Alu- I just aluminium. said it, Aluminium. Say it again. No. Okay. Damn. Just turning into a roast of David Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> That's his life. He has My me life. and two daughters. You guys yep. roast him. Damn, you're a battered yeah, man. Two other siblings. <laughs> Blink Don't twice siblings. if you're okay. Yeah, he's the youngest of <laughs> yeah. two siblings, too. So, Oh, damn. I'm used to being roasted. Yep. Yeah. He's good. Yep. Yep. Iron tough skin. Yeah. yeah, he has a good heart. <laughs> what is, and this is a kind of off-the-cuff question, what is the, what are the biggest challenges that you have coming into your new, newer position? What are the biggest challenges? Uh, computer system. I've never done this type of work before. So. Basically blaming me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I call Colin a lot, asking him, hey, my keyboard's not working, or what do I do? Does like, he ever uh, tell you it's the operator? <laughs> yeah. You ever see those memes where it's like uh, the grandparent, and they're having problems, and their grandkid like fixes something, and then the kid's like a hero? Yes, that's yeah. Absolutely. That's my, yeah. that's like, my Did life. you press yeah. the power button? <laughs> <laughs> At least I feel like accomplished on a day-to-day basis because yeah. I'll go in places like, yeah, this fix. Kind of a funny old school story. <clears throat> I remember my grandpa was here <clears throat> and he called me up from the warehouse to help him put a CD in his computer to his, because he wanted to listen to The Grateful Dead. He did that not did. know how to put a CD in his computer. Like, grandpa, that's a cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go there. Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> but I just laughed and laughed at him. It's uh, being in IT definitely has its uh, rewards and its challenges. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. But Are the challenge is stupid people. It's it's, it's not called an ID ten T error. <laughs> uh, what is it like? Exists between it, the yeah. <laughs> user and the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, so you can't get the keyboard to work. There you go. Definitely that. But I think that Kafaro has done a great job in uh, adapt, adapting to new technologies and going forward and trying to make sure that we have the best and newest stuff for our employees. And there's been no, you know, I've worked at companies in the past where uh, someone is like, oh, I need a new computer. And they're basically give you the middle finger until your computer melts to the ground. Yeah. Whereas I don't feel like we would ever have a problem. If anyone needed anything to do their job better, we would, we would do it, you know? So I think that's a great just quality of, of the company. So. Does it mean Eric Bender's getting a laser? No. Maybe a 3D printer. A laser? <laughs> a Eric, laser cutter. Oh, just wait uh, till Eric's Just on. a laser. He's obsessed with lasers. He wants all the laser beams. Yeah, I don't think he's getting Awkward. a laser anytime. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's see. Do I have... Oh, what is... if you, Kind of a two-part question. What is your favorite Kofaru product hack? 
like something you've done with a Kafaru product that you don't think anyone's done with before? Or do you have a Kafaru product from the dead you wish you could bring back? Oh, I don't think so. Neither one of those? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't have an answer either. I'm yeah, lame. I would have to... I'd have to go through my stash of Kafaru stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that would take see. days. Yeah. That's a good problem um, to have it. Yeah. So I have some pretty old equipment, but the tiger stripe probably was my favorite though. Tiger the stripe? Desert yeah. tiger the stripe? Desert tiger stripe. Oh man, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Man, that was old. You remember Custom. that? Custom. Okay. We, we used to offer that. The new Kafaro custom. custom with a K. We'll do it sometime. Maybe I'm not cool. <laughs> it's the new speak. It's like uh, what the kids say. Frank's got to be the youngest one in here, right? Yeah, 21, 22? 33. You just had a birthday, Mr. Frank. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Getting old. Oh my Uh-oh. goodness gracious. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Kaylee's not on this one. We're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> HR's, HR's gone. gone. HR's gone. <laughs> That's what she said. Now we just down dirty. Um, what did you do before you worked at Kafaro? Uh, I delivered booze. I worked for Breakthrough Beverages. Oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> the time. Why'd you look at me, together. Frank? Uh, how did you guys meet? Did we join her booze? <laughs> Actually, we met at the Cake Steakhouse. Yeah, we did. So, oh, I went there the other day. Yeah. It was pretty good. Pretty yeah. delicious, pretty good. right? Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, the steakhouse, huh? What, what's so. the story? Oh, I was You're like, I scoop. just went there for dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's your guys' story? Our story? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that too much to ask? No, no. No, uh, no we both worked there. I was, oh, okay. I was best friends still with his sister. Yep. And then it kind of turned into me going to see her. And then when she fell asleep, I would sneak downstairs. Ooh. So this is that's, getting that's nasty. That's the story. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. X-rated. So. And then what? Uh, actually, this weekend is 11 years. It is. Right? Yeah. yeah. Married or same. together? Together. Together. Awesome. Married oh, yeah. is six, seven. I'll let her answer that. Oh, uh, Babe. <laughs> Next hard question. What is your anniversary, David? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Which one? Oh. Whoa. Yeah, what's our, what's our, okay. <laughs> do you guys still do the anniversary? <laughs> well, that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's what this weekend is. So this weekend was our first oh, date I've completely anniversary. forgotten when I met my wife for oh, the first time. Oh, this that is, is a, so sad. Yeah. She All these her. anniversaries. I should I be keeping track of this stuff? Yes. No. Nikki, come on. Don't, don't set a precedent. She actually doesn't I asked her remember that the other day. Me meeting me the first time. So. Okay, we don't need to go down that road. He well, was delivering I, booze. Oh, I think we're ready for the next interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there we go. <laughs> Pulling the shoot. Pulling the shoot. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> On that note, well, thanks, David. Yeah. Do you have any parting <laughs> thoughts? Thanks, babe. Uh, no. Oh, uh, should we be asking Instagram if you guys oh, want yeah. followers? Where can we? Where can we find you guys? David, do you have an Insta <laughs> Instagram? Uh, yeah, it's D R O B E R five seven. Robert five seven. A lot of times we'll post cool stuff around the office or things we're doing or sometimes new product. Sneak peeks, stuff like that. Yeah. Kenzie, yeah. what's yours? Uh, Mac and Roberts 311, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you so much, David. Yep. Thank you, sir. Next up, we have the man, Woo-hoo! the myth, the legend, the brain, the, the bender, yes. the goat. <laughs> <clears throat> The other ginger. It's like we're like cruising, yeah, cruising through gingers today. I know. I know. Well, Kay- Kaylee's not yeah. ginger, but 
She's close. She's, she's on the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> the ginger oh, spectrum. You can't say that. No, she's blonde. Not like on the autistic spectrum. <laughs> wow. She's Welcome. Blonde. She's kind of. You got to bring that mic right yeah. up to your face. Oh. Right up on it. Put it in your mouth. Uncomfortably close. Mm. <laughs> Jesus, Kenzie. All right, is this better? <laughs> is he sitting on the. There we go. What's up? Welcome. So, yeah, our next guest here is the brain behind the machine. Eric Bender. Does that, does that make sense? The brain behind the machine? You're the brain. I make stuff. What is the brain? Yeah, what is the brain? Awesome cartoon from the late 90s. Pinky and the brain? Pinky and yep. the brain. brain. That is a great yeah. actual. The brain. Never seen it. The goat. Oh, you guys is should he? be Pinky and the brain for Halloween next year. Be the brain. Be Pinky. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Uh, I don't. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Why do I have to be the pinky? Because he's the brain. Uh, yeah, he is the brain. Mm-hmm. So Eric is our lead and only designer. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's, he's an entire department. He is an entire department. He is the uh, mastermind behind many of the designs. Sometimes uh, we'll throw some ideas at him, and a lot of more times he'll come up with his own designs, and we'll be like, damn, that's awesome, or tweak this, tweak that. And he uh, brings everything from start to finish and then uh david takes it from there so yeah we've got some questions for you colin will take it from here all right so what is your official kafara position um on my email tag it just says industrial designer because that's what i worked hard to to get um but i guess i would be lead designer the designer the designer (laughs) i don't know you have to have a bigger team than one person to to have the name lead designer i know but Frank, Aaron, pretty much everybody here has input on the design process. A lot of the customer service guys, you know, I'll, I'll come down mid-process and bring a prototype that I'm working on. And we all have such varied backgrounds. Um, Joey's a Marine. Uh, Alex and Anders have been hunting for a long time. You guys have been hunting. Frank and Aaron hunt more than aboriginal hunters, you know, <laughs> like people whose job it is, their livelihood depends on it. I think uh, Aaron spends what, like 250 days a year in the, in the bush. Something well, last, insane. Last time he was here uh, a week or two ago, he said, "I'll be back in March." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gives us years, <laughs> which is probably more like April. Yeah, knowing him, yeah. he'll yeah. actually be here next week for a day or two, but in and out. Kinsey's calendar. It's just to shower and say hi to his wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Kinsey's calendar with his agenda on it should have three pages in it. It's basically just all blocked off, <laughs> essentially. But no, there's, uh, to say that there's one person on the design team, there's about 30 people on the design team. So um, that and our pro staff guys and all the people that annihilate the prototype. So there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of feedback. I'm just the, the head number puncher. You're the guy who brings it from paper to real life. Right, right. So make it so that it's, producible that there's actually an easy way of doing it and that our sewers won't hate us and then um make it so that the customers will will have more fun doing what they do hell yeah ideally gear should disappear into the background you shouldn't have to think about it it should just work and then you should have more fun doing it. so ideally yeah that's i love that it's a great statement bumper sticker yeah i like it ah sweet (laughs) what is your favorite outdoor activity See, I do like getting on any kind of bike. 
go mountain bike, road bike. I like going fast. Um, fishing's good anytime you get out into the woods. Um, competitive underwater basket weaving, you know, <laughs> whatever's out there. Uh, I do enjoy shooting quite a bit. Right now, I'm doing mostly stuff at the range down uh, the street from my house. So, lots of pistol stuff. There is a limited rifle capacity there, but now that ammo is getting a little bit more available, uh, fun to put holes in things. I need to get Stay a- Stay strapped. Right. Frank's our, uh, our local pipe hitter here. <laughs> he's, ever since flannels came back in, he's walking around like the fucking sheriff of this place. Guys, he wears them every day. Yeah. He, says, he has a flannel. Says, is it not flannel season? He says words like flannel season. Guys are getting isn't really hard there, on flannel. Is there a flannel season? There's a you know, like now. the underwear that has like the days of the week on them. He has it's flannel like shirts. No nut November. Most, <laughs> most people just wear flannels. They don't announce to people that it's. Well, when you ask season. me, how many? When are you not going to wear a flannel? I say it's fucking flannel season. <laughs> Soon as white chicks started drinking pumpkin crap. Yeah. Frank came in. Once Kenzie flannels. walked in with her Uggs, I said, all That's right, it's know. fucking on <laughs> flannels. Just kidding. Yeah. Kenzie doesn't have Uggs. I do not have Uggs. Thank God. They nope. are very good. the slippers under Uggs your are? desk? Colin, yeah. you have Uggs? No, I don't have Uggs. Uh-huh. I put a pair of Uggs on my feet though once, and I was okay. like, oh, these are pretty comfortable. I get it. And uh, no, Eric, those are slippers oh, in my right. office, not Uggs. My I'll office is cold. Same. It's like Croc. And I used to hate Crocs, and then I took them as camp shoes once, like backpacking in. Yeah. The best thing ever. Well, yeah. I just wear slippers while camping. Crocs. Anyway. Moving on from Crocs. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Do they come off when you go to bed? Just kidding. Did you say I see that that meme? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Crocs stay on. <laughs> Leave the Crocs on. Yeah. Oh, God. No, that might come off at night. Uh, where are you from, Eric? I'm from here, Colorado. I was born in Arvada. Oh, dang. So, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm about five or six miles from where I was raised. Where, how did you first start at Kafaro? This is a good story. Long version or short version? Long version, man. All right. So I went to school for product design. I went to Art Institute of Colorado uh, back when that was still open before Goldman Sachs tried to sign everybody up for loans. Um, and then uh, graduated in, what would that be, 2011. And uh, like most art students, I uh, found myself working at ACE fairly quickly. Um, Kenzie's dad came in, Duke, and he was looking for parts uh Swamp cooler, AC unit, Who knows, something. with my dad. And uh, I used Ace as a big marketing tool because I wanted to get the hell out of there. So I would help <laughs> people fix their problems, and then I would ask them what they did. They're um, like- uh, It's brilliant. Do you know anything about magnets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the magnet aisle had the whole catalog in it. Um, but no, it was good. That was probably one of my favorite things to do was wander around Ace and try and find alternate uses for stuff for somebody who's building uh, something crazy. You know, getting brass door kick plates for somebody who needs a certain amount of metal or something. But anyway, uh, Duke came in. I helped him fix his problem. He was wearing a Kafaro shirt. And uh, I had known about Kafaro. One of my previous uh, internships, the guy had actually worked here. And uh, asked Duke about it. Told him what the deal was. And uh, next week, I had an interview here. I met with Kenzie's grandpa, Patrick. And uh, started two weeks later. And you started at the cut table with me. Yep. Started down me. at the very bottom. Cut table, bar tacking, um, did some batching. So much like Kinsey, did pretty much every job in the house. So, But those were the best days. Those are the best days, yeah. Beautiful day out, garage open. Molly Hatchet blaring over the stereo. Yeah, we rarely 
uh, agreed on the music at the cut table. Right. But you played it safe with me. Hey, I did uh, some of the better music choices compared to some of the people you cut with. Yes, that is very true. Yeah, I could have brought in Gojira and uh, <laughs> I don't Megadeth even know what that is, but yeah. And the angry Goblin. music was yeah. a no. Oh. How long ago? So how long ago was that? Um, it's going to be nine years in April. Nine years. That's awesome. What, uh, and this is probably going to be a tough question for you. It's like asking you, which is your favorite dog? What is your favorite horror product? Oh, man. Well, uh, it's actually kind of, uh, good timing for this because a lot of the stuff that I've been working on and that we're coming out with here pretty quickly, I'm not sure what all we've announced. The, the steelhead is, uh, a long uh, a long run product for me. I've been working on a chest rig for the past two or three years. Um, and it's finally getting to the point where I'm really happy with it and it's got a lot of uses. Um, uh, we announced the Echo this morning, which is kind of a combination of a lot of. So I'm one of the luckier product designers, is that I, I go rogue. And then I come in with a completely usable pack and then I put it in front of Aaron. I was like, fuck yeah, let's make this. A lot of designers don't get to do that. There's project briefs and um, way more oversight. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's, uh, you know, there is, it's very structured, right? But a lot of the stuff um, that I get to do, which is primarily the smaller bags, the everyday carry bags, um, a lot of times those are addressing problems that I see with old products or maybe combining a few of them together. Um, we really listen to the customers here and what they like, what they don't like, what they wish it had. So the new one that's coming out, the Echo, is kind of a combination between Quandry, Door Gunner, Striker. and the Striker. So the Striker actually started as a small um, everyday carry bag and then we saw... Uh, Which is crazy to me. <laughs> right, right. It's just something that I had made up and then the guys saw it and they're like, you know what, this would be great on a frame and it needs to have a big load shelf and it needs to have <laughs> a bunch of- And blow it up. And let's right. make it different completely. <laughs> let's make it completely different. But it's great. Let's, let's change it. on it. Right, right. So that's the beautiful part. I, I work digitally. I'm, I do everything in AutoCAD so I can take patterns from other projects and put them together. Um Sometimes we kind of, uh, we get boned about the, the fact that a lot of our, our products, a lot of our, uh, our bags are kind of continuations of other bags, you know, slight changes over, over last year's model, which based off of customer's feedback, we try and listen as much as possible to the things that we need to change and make it so that you guys actually get the gear that you want. You know, we're never going to try and stick you with something that we think is the best idea and then say that's it you know we're, we're gonna try and absorb as much information as possible yeah i think it's a bit of an evolution for sure right as far as gear goes and the cool thing about um having eric in-house and also being like made in the usa type model is a you can you can make quick changes to things and we can have uh product samples and then stuff into production fairly quickly whereas they a lot of competitors or other backpack companies or other companies in general they're stuck with one one product and it goes to china or whatever they get it back and they don't have those quick changes or right. or improvements and stuff like that so right I think that's something that's worked for us and but it is definitely an evolution yeah yeah and hopefully by the end we've got a really lean clean pack that'll do exactly what the customer wants 
and uh, doesn't have anything that they don't want. So right now, the Echo I'm excited for because it's it's a combination of of three of my favorite packs. Um, it's it's very small. Uh, it's great for commuting on bike. It's it's a big enough pack that you can have a full day's gear in there, but not so big that you've got this huge block behind you. And uh, it has the zipper from the Quandary, so that um, the name Echo kind of came from the fact that it's the Echo of three different packs. Mm-hmm. And then the zipper in the back, it, it it expands. You add another half to the capacity. So let's say you are commuting on bike. You on your way home, you could stop at the store and pick stuff up, and then you still have that room. You could put a six pack of beer right. You in could there. put a six pack of beer in there, totally. Or yeah. wine, whiskey, if you if it's that kind <laughs> a of a little bit of screwball. Yeah, there you go. So um, it's got the the front stash pocket that the door gunner had, which is great for being able to easily shed layers or have quick access stuff in there. Um, it's got the built-in shoulder straps off of one of our uh, newer packs that's coming, which I don't think we've got more stuff coming. Guys. Sneak peek. <laughs> yes. Um, and, sneak. And these straps actually have been uh, kind of developed over time as well so that they they contour over the shoulders and they wrap around the body, um, both men and women. Kenzie has one of the, the checkpoints, is, which is where this the shoulder strap started. And then she tried on the final version of the Echo later on, and you felt a definite difference in the shoulder yeah, strap. Yeah, you didn't even tell me that you changed it, and I was like, what did you do? This is fantastic. Right. So, and that's one of the things that I'm, I'm constantly trying to, to change on things is um, altering the patterns so that the materials force themselves to do something. So with this with this shoulder strap, the, the the spacer mesh on it is actually offset so that it'll start twisting the shoulder strap around your Huh. So that way it's more of an ergonomic fit. And they, they break in over time too with this cross length polyurethane foam. It it's some of the, the toughest stuff that we've found. Um if you've had uh bags that go flat after like a flight Mm-hmm. Usually that's because they didn't use the good foam, and once it gets up to elevation in that depressurized area of the plane, all those little bubbles burst, and you uh-huh. end up getting a flattened out shoulder strap. Huh. So by using hopefully the, the the best materials we can, and then also um, playing with the patterning, hopefully it gets to the point where not only comfort but durability, reliability. Hopefully, if we if everybody did their job right here, there's something that you hand down to your kid instead of it going into a. Yeah, that's awesome. I just, yeah, far too much product design is made to be replaceable or consumable, or you know, get it, get the next version next year because you have to, right? Not because you want to. Yeah, right. Planned obsolescence is unfortunately something that's really going to screw us over in the long run. Um, Say that again. Planned obsolescence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, shit breaks, Frank. <laughs> you shit don't work. New York. There you go. Um, what on a completely different note? What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Oh, there we go. Um, Reese's Puffs are good. Love me some Reese's. Ooh, yeah, that or some. Those cinnamon. are fairly new, right? Are they? Maybe. Think so. Cinnamon mm. Toast Crunch. I don't know. When I That's, was a why kid. is that every dude's favorite? Because it's good in a row. Good. I don't know. Seriously. Growing up, my parents didn't let that shit in the house, so it was like lots of grape nuts or life. <laughs> okay. Life what, really? gra- okay. what does grape nuts taste like? Yep. Gravel. Oh. Yes, gravel. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't taste like grapes. No. Okay. No. Uh, 
Yeah, you got to add a bunch of sugar to that. My dad always had uh, Life Life cereal. Oh, yeah. That's yep. a classic. Yeah, you yep. throw some sugar in. I think they started corn doing pops? like- Corn pops? were good. Yeah. Yeah. My dad liked those. Yeah. Like a depression era food. Ooh, kicks. <laughs> Who ate kicks? I like kicks. Kicks, kicks yeah. Are kicks good. are good. Yeah. yeah, those are good. I always went after like the Count Chocula stuff. Mm. You know, that's- Cocoa Pebbles. That's what every kid's I mean, like. That's How the much branding. sugar yeah. can I stuff into my head? There's a vampire on there. Well, yeah. There is a cereal that is legitimately chocolate chip cookies for breakfast. Yeah, Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Cookie Crisp. Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you have any dogs, cats, birds, monkeys? No, no. I'm uh, I'm in an apartment right now, and the dog that I want wouldn't be good in there. I want a full size dog, one that you can put a pack on and a compact or a carry size. Yeah. <laughs> No, not a full-size dog. Yeah. I was going to say, dog. but you also don't well, want size. a my-size dog. Not a horse-size dog. See, I would consider yeah. her size a full-size dog. That's a, right. No, that's a small horse. Yeah. That's a meat-eating horse. The mini horse. horse. The pony. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. What, um, what are your thoughts on our move to Wyoming? I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to have a lot of opportunity up there that is kind of something that we're, we're not going to have down here with his... As crazy as it's getting here in Colorado, um, it's going to be a, a really good place to grow the company to the full potential. Uh, early on, we kind of joked about building the Death Star, that <laughs> we will be able to, we will have more capability up there to get our feet completely under us right, correctly, you know, with a strong foundation and build from there, more so than we can do here. Um, We've been in this, when did we get into this building? Before I even was really here. Yeah. So. 15, 16 years? It's been a minute and we're, burst, yeah. we're bursting at the seams We've here. outgrown this building two years ago. Probably. Yeah. Right. We're just. Um, we're just trying to make it. <laughs> we're doing whatever we can. We brought in an, uh, a fulfillment center to take care of some of our storage issues and uh, we're still drinking from the fire hose. We all have boxes stacked everywhere in our office. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of inventory is super fun. A lot of common places have been turned into general storage, <laughs> right. old offices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nooks everywhere. Right. So up there, we'll be able to afford a lot more space. And uh, the lot of land that our building is on right now, the parking lot, you could play probably two games of football at the same time. And then there's also a large. Um, unpaved part where they kept horses and and live, you know, uh, feed bins and stuff like that. It is that. Wyoming. Yeah, it is Wyoming. But there, there's a lot of a lot of room up there to expand. So I'm really looking. For awesome. Uh, do you have any parting thoughts? Anything you would uh, like to say? Just like videos, I have no idea how <laughs> how to end this. Uh, <laughs> no? Amen. Yeah, so if you guys watch the videos that of our new product releases and you see a, uh, a large red bearded man, that is yeah, Eric Bender. It's me. Yeah. Probably rambling about uh, features and what I like about <laughs> right. them and how cool they are. But yeah. No, I, I just go back on something we touched upon and the start of this is I, I do think it's so cool how your design process works because it's, it really does incorporate all the knowledge at his year at Kafaru, not, not just Frank and Aaron, but everyone who works here. I mean, you're not afraid to ask anyone to, hey, come take a look at this. What do you right. think? You know? Right. Yeah. Knowledge is definitely, uh, it's quantifying how you fucked up in the past. 
right? <laughs> yeah. So if you get 30 people and you ask about the things that went wrong or the stuff that they didn't like or, you know, the, the gear that they had that, you know, let them down, it's always interesting to hear what happened yeah. and why it happened and you, then try and plan for that. But, your office is the thing I think that people who are Kafaro fans would like to see the most. Your office with all the stoves yeah. that Patrick built. Yeah, I need to learn how to how to break all of those down for the move, which is going to be interesting. You know a guy. I know a guy who might be able to help you. Yeah, he might have built them. True. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's so cool. I mean, it's it is like a history museum of backpack hunting up there. It is so yeah. freaking cool. Yeah. If, if you look at the dates too, I think the first one is 1987. So that means Whoa, I was two. Yeah, that means Patrick has been a pyro for a long time. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and he's like, I need to contain this fire. So he, he, His garage was nuts growing up. Oh, I bet. It was, don't touch my stuff. Right. Yeah. Everything was dangerous. Yes. Kind of sharp, rusty, yes, covered absolutely. in soot. Yeah, exactly where kids should play. Yeah. Yeah. Different bloods from different species all over stuff. Oh, yeah. Were you, do, were you ever uh, part of one of his like infamous backcountry, like, Eels that he would cook out there? No. Oh, I, I heard stories of him. You mean the, like the rendezvous? That and just like he would go out in the woods and bring his ovens and create like oh, yeah. full. Oh. That's just a Tuesday for Patrick. Yeah. 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 No, but uh, I also, yeah, I don't want to say that. Never mind. I don't like game meat. <laughs> I don't like game meat. What? Uh-oh. I know. I shouldn't have said that. No, on you're here. fine. No, one of the things Patrick used to do was uh, he'd call them dirt clinics. Do you like your. Grandpa's biscuits? Uh, no. Okay. No. Uh, Sorry, there, Grandpa. Are there notorious biscuit making? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Would you like a biscuit, son? Uh, I'm good, Patrick. <laughs> Let's just say that my grandma always made me like a frozen pizza when it was any meal time at their house because they oh, knew like okay. I wouldn't eat it. I well, will. I will say that cooking on our stoves is an art. You have to know. You have to have a certain amount of fire in it in those stoves at any given time, they disperse heat pretty quickly. It's not like a cast iron where you can build up the temperature in that thing. So anybody who can cook on top of that and thermally regulate it without, you know, burning the shit out of it (laughs) or it taking an hour and a half to make coffee, like if you do it right and you have good hardwood in there, you could actually, like Patrick would bring up a little pressure cooker where he would, uh, he would quarter out squirrels and rabbits and stuff. He would grenade them. He would score the meat, put them in the pressure cooker with some olive oil, and he would cook some damn good food. That's crazy. So, some damn good squirrel. Damn squirrel good squirrel. Is actually <laughs> really good. Oh, my goodness. You cook good rabbit. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Thanks. Well, we, we had uh, our, our tall Scandinavian friend, but he went away somewhere. We may have to go find uh, Anders to get him on here. Oh, I think I hear oh, him. Oh, I heard him. You're doing a marathon session? Is this marathon, all, yeah. all one cut? All right. Get, Get back to work. Thank you so much, Mr. Bender, and we look no forward to more products in the future. All right. On the mic. On the mic. Anders is on the casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. going on? So, Anders is our... Now, shipping manager, Anders started, um, I'll let you say when you started, but he started in customer service, worked his way up to customer service manager, and then transferred over to take over the uh, shipping department and has done a phenomenal job on bringing down our lead times and uh, quality and a whole gang of stuff. So 
go ahead and take her away. Uh, yeah, so I uh, started back in, I think, April 2018. I um, was excited. I was just kind of tired of uh, working the job I had. So, um, Where did you work before? Uh, I worked for uh, Denver Mattress. Um, I was uh, right out of college, just kind of wanted to make money. and uh, Sounds comfy. No. Were you, <laughs> were you in sales? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just needed to make money and kind of pay off some student debt. So I did that for a while and uh, kind of realized... Making money wasn't everything, so um, wanted to do something I was passionate about, and kind of just rediscovering hunting after uh, played sports in college. So it wasn't a whole lot of time for that, but um, kind of got back into it. So, and uh, I think I, I can't remember I discovered Kafaru, but I realized they were in town here. And I think I just emailed Frank like I don't know nonstop a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let me. In. I want to work for you guys, which was cool. Yeah, we uh, he kept uh, kept contacting us and we didn't have uh positions open right away but once something opened up we got a hold of him and he came in and it's all history from there so what's your official kafaro position uh shipping manager but i mean like most people here you just kind of do a bunch of different things so um but essentially now i kind of just oversee um like the final assembly qc once we get stuff back from sewers um flash like uh, some of our bigger so facility stuff like that uh, re quality check and stuff like that product and um, shelving and then uh, from there just the fulfillment side so kind of have like an assembly crew and then a shipping crew uh, which have done really well last year or so um, kind of allowed us to get ship times you know, less than a week so worked out good that's something i wanted to ask you specifically about you were or you specifically spearheaded the kind of revamping of getting products to customers. Um, when I first started buying stuff from Kafaro, uh, I believe like lead times were like four or five months. Like they were, it was like you ordered a pack for next season, like after the season just ended. Mm-hmm. So what, kind of explain that whole process as best you can. Like what did you guys do to make everything go now to like two or three dates? Yeah, so I mean, I think the, the amount of work's about the same. Uh, it was just being done on the back end once we received orders. And it was um, being done to order. So it was just kind of like a waste of time drive, walking around every time you had a bag, grabbing all the straps, grabbing all the buckles, then building the bag and throwing it on the frames. So we kind of just changed it around to now that we get stuff in from sewers, we'll have the crew back there. We actually had to hire more people to do this, but it was totally worth it. Um, the uh, assembly crew will take the, the sewn products and build it in batches, which you know, increases. Like, you know, if you're if you're doing the same thing a hundred times, um, you're going to catch you know smaller mistakes a lot easier. Uh, whereas if you're doing one bag, you know now and then maybe one in three days and one in two weeks. Um, just overall increases efficiency because you're you know, doing repetitive action for you know an hour or two, whatever it takes. But this just kind of helped us uh, streamline and uh, kind of cut out the waste. I think that build to order model worked pretty well for Faru as a smaller company, but it didn't really necessarily make super good sense as we've if we've grown to be a bigger company. Um, so. I think like Anders is talking about the efficiency of, of the company is, uh, 
has increased quite a bit. Um, yeah, he's definitely him and Kenzie and a few others here have definitely uh, done great things as far as <clears throat> reducing that lead time quite a bit. So yeah, we're down quite quite a bit. We're what are we at? A couple of days of of lead time at the at the most as long as we have the stuff in inventory. Uh, I think right now we only there's only like fifteen orders we can't ship. That's unheard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we get a lot of orders. Yeah, and a lot, and a lot of them are bigger orders, stuff that we don't have product for at the current second. But I've tried to inform people that it might be a little while, stuff like that. So. That's awesome. Yeah, That's- I think it's good. I mean, I think it's the shipping's one thing, but I think it's been more of a team. I think we communicate a lot better than how than we used to, and you really need communication in order to run things efficient. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a great. Uh, there's been really open and uh, just easy lines of communication between everyone here. So I know we've been working together a lot on different shipping stuff, trying to get it working and going as smoothly as possible. So um, yeah, that's huge. What, uh, what is your favorite outdoor activity? And don't just say hunting. Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's like one specific. I just kind of like being outdoors. Um, you know, whether it's archery hunting, rifle hunting, um, you know, I spent a lot of time in Nebraska. You just tagged out on a, a nice mule deer. Yeah. Yeah. David and myself were, uh, actually kind of invited me on his hunt. So we went out there and, um, there wasn't a lot of animals, but you know, I just kind of kept a positive attitude and, you know, it all, all came down to luck, you know, and, yeah. in, in my opinion, but you know, it's just being in the right place at the right time. So you guys are going to probably do a podcast on that. Yeah, I believe so. I think we're uh, once, you know, I think David's got some busy week ahead <laughs> of him and then he's got a hunt next week. So probably here soon we'll probably board something while it's still fresh. Cool. Cool. Um, wh- what uh, kind of animals do you have? Pets? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> do you have any horses? Uh, <laughs> so we, uh, we have a cat we've had for, you know, my wife first started we moved in together kind of five or so years ago. Kind of just like the first initial uh, pet that, you know, kind of keep her occupied. Well, especially while I'm, you know, at work. Uh, keep the cat occupied or your wife? My wife, you know. <laughs> the, hey, it works. Yeah. And then uh, just recently, uh, this last year, um, we uh, got a golden retriever here. So my wife kind of wanted a, a dog because um, I'm usually gone. Uh, all fall and it works out pretty good she's a teacher so she's usually working late nights till six o'clock anyways or in in weekends as well especially in september so but she still kind of wanted a a companion while i was away so but you're a dog person right yeah i grew up only having dogs and i wasn't huge on cats and i like them both i don't know i go back and forth of which i prefer oh interesting a rare a rare breed yeah Yeah, What's, what's the positive of a cat I'm curious. Low maintenance, I guess. Yeah, they're they're like little a bitches. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, get a goldfish. <laughs> I, th- I think. Uh, I think. I think once you have a cat, you know. Um, and you don't have any more. Well, I don't know. I, it's. It's. I don't know. I think they. I think people have cat impressions that you know, like go to people's house and they're like, "Hey, it's my cat," you know, and try to uh, buddy up to it, and they just have nothing. Nothing to do with you. Laws your face off. Mm. And glares there at are you. cool cats. I'll totally yeah. give honors yeah. that there are cool cats. What do I you think, with, Frank? I grew up with cats. I was talking to my girlfriend about this the other day. I've 
we had a shitload of cats growing up and never had one bad one. Like never had an asshole cat. So really? I don't know. They were indoor wow. they weren't indoor cats, they were outdoor. Yeah. So that probably and had you a really lot to, didn't have a cat. Yeah, you weren't holding a fucking cat hostage. <laughs> like, oh I wonder what the outside's like. <laughs> <You know? laughs> holding a hostage. It does seem like you're kinda of holding cats hostage. Yeah, like they're, they're like never allowed sitting outside. at the window all day long. Longing to go. I wonder out what there. grass is like. <laughs> <laughs> what does the, the sun feel like? I can't <laughs> wait to talk to David yeah. about his cat. David oh, D. Austin has a fun cat story. I'll leave that for him to tell. Uh, where are you originally from? Uh, Colorado. I grew up in Broomfield. Wow. Um, Broomfield, and then I went to college down in Pueblo. And represent. Yep. I like. Are you, are you guys? Did you, you guys go to the same know, college? Right? You know each I other. Went to, I didn't finish college. Uh, uh, I went to Boulder for mm-hmm. a, a period of time. Ooh, you're Buffalo? Boo. Party town. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I went to Pueblo and um, oh, there for four years. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I remember everyone was saying not to go to Pueblo in high school. And uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, uh, it's a smaller town, um, a lot of good food, and you're really close to the mountains, but and everything's freaking cheap. So. Yeah, nice. it, just, it just depends on what. What part of town? Yeah, Pueblo gets a little bit of a bad rep, but <clears throat> there's got it. It's got it's. It's just like Denver. It's got its good sides and bad sides. You know, stay away of. I've never know. been. Well, it does have a lot of good food. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But there, it's on the I twenty five corridors. A lot of gang activity and oh, drug yeah. activity down there. So I think Pueblo's really trying to uh, revamp the town, and that they've got a nice river walk there, and businesses are starting to grow around the river walk. But um, <clears throat> for a long time there, I think Pueblo was. Going downhill, but <laughs> it's on, it's on its way back up. There's oh. some some people with some money that have tried to revamp. The, I mean, the the college has gotten a lot bigger. They've got their sports uh, programs have gotten better. Yeah. So they're, uh, uh, the college, I think, kind of carries the town. Um, well, well, for young people, yes. Yeah. Um, it's got the steel steel mill down there, so there's a lot of. It's a blue collar town for yeah. sure. Oh. Mill and what else? The we got Vestas down Vestas, there, which is the is, yeah. the windmills. Oh, mm-hmm. the huge ones. Mm-hmm. So, what was what was all right? Depends. Sure, There's like, still a lot of crime down there. What's the mascot? The mascot. Uh, Thunderwolf. 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 Yeah. Huh. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I don't know. I've never heard of a thunderwolf. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool mascot, though. I mean, if, I think there's like, a, isn't it Stanford is like a pine tree or something like that? So I don't know. Something really late. <laughs> um, what is your favorite breakfast cereal, Mr. Anders? Oh, shoot. I, Let me guess. Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, I was going to say that, yep. Yeah. Um, Shocking. Yeah, I was going to say that. I honestly have never, I haven't eaten cereal in a long time, but. Uh, the best. Yeah. I don't know. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's definitely a, probably my go-to. So we need to get Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the Kafaro office. Apparently, apparently, like a dispenser of it. Yeah, yeah. the bulk dispenser from the store. Yeah. Well, I'll just get fat as hell. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Wyoming. It's fine. It's like, why are all Kafaro's packs all of a sudden way too big for everyone? Sized <laughs> <laughs> up. Um, what is your favorite Kafaro product? Hmm, that's tough. Uh, I don't know if I could really say. Uh. I would say the frame's probably the best, you know. Packs are interchangeable, but what really makes our packs they are in my opinion is, you know, the waist belt and the lumbar pad and the frame, you know, I think that's what working customer service that was always the first thing people noticed. 
um, just the comfort specifically under load. So, um, I mean, I guess it would have to be the frame, I guess. Um, gun, gun bearer close second. You know, can't go wrong with that. Definitely our most um, asked for item is the gun bearer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you are, were to bring any Kafaro product back from the dead, what would it be? Hmm. Tough. Uh, think and on the spot here. Uh, probably one of the big, some maybe one of the bigger teepees, like the twenty-four man. Yeah, like a, a sixteen or a twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to mention that Anders is also six. What five? Yeah, I was actually six, my next question. Yeah. Six seven. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. If you see a giant yeah. Scandinavian man. Uh, what is your uh, what are things you should not ask a tall person oh jesus <laughs> can you dunk yeah first <laughs> you play basketball? how's the weather up there yeah what else the worst was uh rounded corners like you took a, sh- a corner like a sharp left turn on you in high school and someone was taking a sharp right turn and they walk right into you and then they just they don't expect to see this chest and then they like slowly glance up <laughs> <laughs> but it's all, yeah it's always basketball very random what sport did well, you at least play? you played basketball right yeah. I got that oh. growing up. Oh, you play basketball? No, I do not play basketball. I'm 5'9". Yeah, I was like, you're, you're taller. You're not I like- was also 5'9 in sixth grade. Oh, I haven't grown since sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that. You play basketball? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So what is your, your heritage? Uh, <laughs> my heritage. Uh, so I'm uh, primarily uh, Norwegian. And uh, my dad's side has a little bit of uh, Swedish in there. So. But yeah, my uh, parents are from North Dakota, um, uh, and their grandparents, so I think, were from Norway and you know, region. Do you ever watch uh, Workaholics? <laughs> yeah, it's like literally the They're first like, thing everyone I says. I was like, how much has Workaholics changed your life? Uh, workaholics, <laughs> he's like, uh, Anders, is that, f- are you finished? And he's like, no, I'm just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, how many hard on jokes yeah. do you get? Yeah. All the time. <laughs> College, it was like the first thing. Every time uh, I had a class and the, t- the teacher would pronounce my name, uh, Anders, and uh, everyone would look at me and then they'd be like, workaholics? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'd be like, I already know what you're, I already know what you're up to here. No, I think the funniest thing. <laughs> is this the show I need to watch? It's pretty funny. Yes, it's pretty funny. Probably. The funniest thing is <clears throat> when you tell people your name or like what I've noticed, like you'll be like, my name's Anders and they, they call you Anders. And then they still keep calling you Anders after you tell them it's Anders. Yeah. That's got to be annoying. You just let them, right? I feel like it's fine. I don't even care. It drives, I think the only people that drives crazy is my wife and my mom. But I'm like, I don't know. I you're, just, probably, you're so used to it. I just gave up on it. I'm like, I'm only going to know this person for like, like, you know, like you're at a restaurant <laughs> or something like that. Or I don't even use my name for like to go orders. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I use my way. kids' names. I'm like, I'm Sadie. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Did, uh, did Aaron ever pronounce your name Anders? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't well, think so. He still calls you Colin. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. I was like, where is Does he it going get with better? This? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. <laughs> no. <I didn't. laughs> uh, I'm the same way. I don't use my name for any, any like to go orders or pick up anything because people just, there's impossible. Get it. I don't, yeah. I don't understand. I don't know. It's not that like, I'm ashamed of it. I just, no. easier. Just go by Dean. Dean, your is last, that your middle name? Your last middle. name's not really easy either. Yeah, yeah. Christensen, yeah. Uh, and it used to be S-E-N, uh, I think. Then uh, I believe my grandma changed it because all of the people in the town they were in were 
that all the SENs were drunks, I guess. So. Oh, that's <laughs> a good story. Not much to do. I, I think like in how the, you, in the, back in the day, people were like, yeah, we just changed our name. Right. We like, didn't did like you it. go through a legal process? Like, no. 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 We just started writing it differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just did it. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the move to Wyoming? I'm pumped. I wish, I wish we moved last or this July, honestly. Um, it, it worked out better. Um, there's going to be a lot of logistics that go into it and it's going to be, I think, hectic for a year or so for pretty much everyone just kind of getting settled in and pretty much starting over. Move. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to get up there. Um, I spend a fair amount of time up in Wyoming. I love it. So, um, my, my whole family's excited for us and my, my wife as well is kind of, at first was kind of a little bit on the fence, but. You know, after being out there and exploring, I think she was honestly sold like the first day being there. So it was, in, it was encouraging for us. So it's always good to have the wife check off on that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is, uh, Frank, I don't mean to be personal, was your uh, girlfriend moving to Wyoming as well? Is she excited? Yeah, she is. I think, um, well, there, she's a teacher and your wife's a teacher. And I think there's been a lot of frustrations with the uh, school districts here in, in Denver, especially. Um, Yep. Post post COVID, I think. Uh, I mean, it's probably nationwide, but I think a lot of kids just don't want to go back to school. So yeah. I mean, I think a lot of them did want to go back to school to see friends, and they're kind of like over it. But I think a lot of kids um, have uh, gotten used to being on Zoom and listening to their music or watching TV while they yeah, so not it, really it, having it was, to focus. It was hard to yeah. get kids to focus again, and I think I, I can't imagine. Yeah, I think this school year has been it's very been hell. very difficult for teachers and. Probably parents too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, and I mean, even just in regular employees coming back from being home, um, I think a lot of, it's something new for everybody. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, she's excited. That's awesome. Cool. Plus, uh, teachers make more money there, so. <laughs> that's always a plus. Always a good sign though. When teachers are making a good, like, more money, I think that's a good sign of just like, in general, good yeah. ideas, good people. Agreed. Well, I think we're going to do this podcast in two parts, and Anders was the last uh, person we we're going to interview on this part one. Um, Any parting thoughts? I don't know. Thank you. Wipe till you see white. Oh, <laughs> oh we just discussed this, me and David. <laughs> uh, I think we meant more like, thank you. Oh, you know, oh, we appreciate no, everybody. No, no, we opened this can of worms. No, okay. I thought, have you guys ever tried to wipe while using a red light? Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. You can't well, see anything. Um, I was talking to Braden about this. He's like, have you used combat wipes? Because there's like dude wipes and, and yeah. baby wipes. Well, the combat wipes are black. Oh. And I'm like, well, Why how do you- on earth would you I'm do like, that? how do you know when you're done? Like, <laughs> to stop wiping. Yeah. Yeah, what's so same concept with the red. Yeah, when do you know? Yeah, I was like- Using the, like the blood trailing light or just your well, red yeah, light? We were, we were like, it's early. We're sitting there waiting for, you know, maybe like 20 minutes before we start hiking and uh, drink coffee and it just hits us both, you know? We're like, all right, I gotta go. And uh, I just, every time I'd be out there, I'm like, I'm like, sorry, dude, I got to turn like the white light on. I can't do this in the red light. <laughs> I don't, that's when you get confirmation. Yeah. Method. You just, you just feel. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> this podcast was going so well. I'm sorry, everyone. It ended on a really good note. Yeah. Uh, all right, I, I take the, uh, the wiping seriously, especially. Uh, in the woods. Know, in the woods, yeah. Cool. Yeah. What is your regiment? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Explain it to us in you detail. You say you take it seriously. Do you step. bring your squatty potty? I wish. <laughs> no, yeah, man, I keep hearing a lot about you. those. My Dude. brother swears by them. They're yeah, awesome. them. I keep hearing a lot about them. 
think we should have them in every bathroom. We you get have some to for the use a, like a tree pretty regularly. No. <laughs> oh, that was another thing we talked about too was uh, techniques. Yeah. I asked him, I was like, are you a squatter or a sitter? Like, do you sit on the log and hang overhang? And he's like, neither. He's like, I'm a leaner. I was like, whoa, I didn't know that was a thing. A but leaner. I think he like squats close to the like tree his back and then leans the tree. This is David D. Austin, by the way. Yeah. He's Sorry. David D. Yeah. Austin. He'll be on Instagram. part two. Yeah. yeah. He's non-babe Dave. Non-babe. Yeah. Non-babe. He's bald, babe. Don't you call him babe? <laughs> Only when we're alone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, We have some fun here. Anyway. Yeah, you so. can tell. Cool. Well, uh, I, I think that's going to wrap it up for our uh, first edition of the Kafaro Company podcast. Nope. Mackenzie, hey. anything? Nope. I'm good. Where can they find you? On on Durs, yeah. If you want, it's uh, and it's how it sounds. O n d e r s. Um, Isn't there an underscore, underscore in there? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. underscore. <laughs> I don't even know. I just search Anders. I you enough. You search hard on. Yeah, hard on. I need to probably put that in my description. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Thank you guys, and yeah, how do we end this? Uh, the end. Thank you. To be continued. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 